Welcome to Here It Is Podcast, July 22nd, 2020. I have a couple friends with me today, actually one being my father and a friend of mine, Jason. We're just going to be kind of like talking about some stuff and just kind of letting it go from there. So, you know, here it is, as we say in, in the, the announcement. It's a podcast about nothing. We're just going to cover all the issues. So today, I don't know, we're trying to make it a little, maybe a little more topical and, and, uh, and get a perspective from, you know, actually my dad, who is a retired deputy sheriff of, in Ohio, from Ohio, and, you know, and just tell him, you know, maybe just tell us what it's like in law enforcement today, you know, or what you're seeing in law enforcement over your years and being inside of it and, you know, and how you feel about things. Yeah, obviously with the timing and everything, like it's probably a good good time to sit down and, and talk to somebody that it's actually kind of been there and done that. You know? Yeah, well, law, fa- law enforcement has made major changes. Of course, I think most people would know that. You had to be involved in law enforcement years ago, many as 40, 50 years ago. Uh, I'm 75 today, and uh, I've been retired for the last six years, and I still, Sorry. I still carry Sorry, a commission. I still have the right to enforce the laws. And uh, there's a big difference. Uh, your hand, the people, law enforcement today's hands are tied. They are just taking all their authority away from them. We had authority back in the day. We had respect from the people. So that's a little input right now. Maybe some more later on. But but do you, but do you think that you know that maybe police brutality has been an issue inside? law enforcement for a long time i mean you know i mean obviously you know of course the police are the people who show up and enforce the law and you know and at that time you know they, maybe they don't want the law enforced you know uh, well years ago police brutality wasn't that big an issue uh, just the police were respected and that people knew when they came that if they got out of line they was in trouble i think that was like as society goes on the whole though that's kind of the way things were I mean we're also talking about a time where it just wasn't you know this wasn't like that from the police department that was uh that was the whole culture like basically it was like oh, I better get home on time or I'm gonna get my ass beat you know that's not really the case as of right now but back then like that was just normal that's just kind of right. that was part of part of but society I mean, and part of the culture at the I time. mean even even you know dad even as a, as a person who grew up through the the, the protest during the 60s you know, you know, and I always remember one good thing that you told me was, you know, I came home and started kind of like talking about, you know, the, the killing of the, uh, the students at Kent State in Ohio. Oh, yeah. And, and I was kind of like speaking some stuff that I was told by my music teacher, actually, from the seventh grade. I remember you telling me, hey, you shouldn't talk about things that you don't know about. You don't know what it was like. You weren't there. I had friends on both sides. Well, that's yeah. right. That's yeah. right. <laughs> and you, uh, when you got bricks thrown at you in them days, same as it's happening today, and they hit you in the head, and you responded to these things, and it, it took a lot of uh, restraint not to hurt somebody. Yeah, I feel like there's a lot of, uh, you know, there's a lot of prodding that goes on and basically, you know, inciting things, and then 
when there's a recourse because of those actions, then it's it, the the victim complex kind of comes out. Right. I, I, I totally agree with that. That's you know that's like let's let's you know let's let's poke the bear as many times as we can until we get killed. You know, or get and bit. They you know, that. they did that. You know. Yeah. Mm. So and was that was that the same then as it is now? Is it just yeah. kind of a repeat? Of yeah, it's a repeat. War? Only it's just a little more violent today. Think more violent? Yeah, I believe it's more violent than it was well, in them days because they was they wasn't throwing everything in them days. Right. They was only throwing maybe bricks or a rock. Right. And they had some sticks, but they, we had the clubs, the uh, rat batons, I will say. They yeah. And we had the, of course, we had weapons, and right. they, we were not supposed to use them only as a means of necessary to, resistance to, to the force. You know? Right. To protect you guys, protect yourselves. Right, and that's what happened in that. Uh, well, that's the, the military just got tired of it. And yeah. They they fired their weapons, and the people got hurt. Yeah, but but didn't it? You know, I, I still researched it. You know, and they found out later on that that it was actually that a car that had backfired, but the tensions were so high there that you know. You have well, young guys who are reservists. Yeah. You have yeah. young guys who are reservists. You have an angry crowd in front of you, you know, and you don't know what's going to happen. And then all of a sudden you hear something that you think are gunshots. And nobody and had training like they do today in them days. Yeah. You just... It's a little more... Got, <laughs> yeah, you got swore in, got put a commission on you, and you learned... Get on the bus, dumbass. You didn't yes. have in-service training. You learned from another officer. And today you have all these in-service training. You have all your uh, self-defense trainings. You have your psychological trainings. There's a lot of things today that we didn't have. Right. And then, and I really think it's like, you know, like you, you talked about, you know, earlier today when you said, like, showing up a thing where you wanted to de-escalate the situation. You didn't want it to go violent, you know. That right. was your first goal, was never to walk in there and draw your gun and just start, you know, right. we arresting tried, people. We tried to calm the situation down on a domestic trouble, especially. You always tried to talk the people down and separate them, get them to move out of the place and go somewhere else for the night. Or you end up, uh, you never know, you might even be attacked by the people there. They right. called you. Right. Well, but, that's uh, kind of the main thing is to try to de-escalate. Because, I mean, it's easy to to take a situation like that and make it worse. And all it takes is, yeah. Right. Yeah, being able to handle yourself and calm stuff down. Right. Because, I mean, that's the thing. is I, don't, I can't imagine that you, you, know, know. you ever took it any... And, any of that stuff personally. And I still like feel they, like, you know, if you look at the officers today who are involved in those in those situations in Portland and Seattle, they showed much restraint, you know. They did. They have, you know. And there and there's other, you know, less evasive tactics, you know, instead of shooting people, yeah, there's rubber bullets and, and then, you know, which are non-lethal. And less than lethal, I think, is the, yeah. the, the hurt. main... They hurt. And tear gas is the best defense against any kind of riot. You know, it makes people go away. They don't want to fucking be in that shit. Yeah. You know? I'm sorry. It's bad for their vision. It uh, makes them sick. And, you know, right. you got to get away from it. It disperses the crowd. Right. You know? right. Yeah. And that's so it's very... Be, it's yeah. not It's not like, you know, you're, 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 you're shooting them. You yeah. know? So. Pepper sprays... Are, Pepper like spray, yeah. Pepper yeah. spray works. I've seen it. <laughs> yeah. But um, but yeah, you know, and I just think a lot of times that you know people don't understand that you know that you know there's a real world out there with crazy people and and you know and really law enforcement is the, our last you know 
bashing against chaos. Well, now we've getting to see what happens when when there is no uh, like law and order with those autonom- with the autonomous zone. In Chicago, if you look at Chicago and in in New York with De Blasio and his. You know, just ignoring, you know, what's going on and making the police stand down. We're going to defund the police is the re- most ridiculous thing I've ever heard well, in my life. One, one thing, when they said it, I'm like, this is a joke, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Well, one thing we knew for sure when we went out there to work, we had the backing of our mayors and chief of police and our department. Right. Uh, yeah, that's, and the people. Yeah, that's and the, something and that... And the people, of course, back this year. Yes. That's something that Portland and now Seattle and other places are having to deal with. Is they're not having any support from uh, their 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 elected officials. Yeah, who should be supporting them and trying to bring you know and law really and order they're, to. They're trying to keep the attention off of themselves and just trying to placate the crowd um, by just going along with whatever they're saying. And it's you know they and you know they they still want some amount of order because if that didn't happen. Don't show up at the mayor's house just as the same as everyone right. else. Right. So they they want law and order, but just in the convenient places, convenient places, politically exactly. convenient areas. You know, it's like you know, there, there's no, and we've all heard it, and we we've all listened to it. I've said it several times. It's like you're never going to meet the mob's demands. There's just going to be more. Yeah. There's going to be more, and there's going to be more. Because now they, they've pushed you. All now they do you've want given is to tear down a system and establish their own. So there's no real goals. It's not like uh, like they've got hostages and like these are our demands. And right. it's, it's just going to be a new demand. It's insatiable because it's supposed to be because it's supposed to replace the current system. system. That's exactly what's happening today. You know, and, the, and and I look at it as you know the people who are falling for it. You know, I and, I and I've told people I'm like you know I vote my conscience. You know, and I was like, yes, I'm a I'm a registered Republican, but have I voted outside of my party? Yes. You know, because I felt the person in yeah, my party who was running was not right for that job. Yeah, if you're good at your job, you're you good know? at your job. I mean, that's why it's you know more on the independent side, I'm a little more libertarian, but. Yeah, you know, I've, I've definitely kind of gone gone a bit more conservative after well, <laughs> after all this stuff. Kind of yeah, started. it's most really I am probably more conservative than I've ever been in my life right now. I think most people you know? are smart and if they do that. I think the, yeah. there is a silent majority of people who don't just because they don't speak up doesn't mean they don't necessarily have that, have opinions that they don't exist. Yeah, you know, and so, you know, and a lot of times you know sometimes it's it's good to let the fucking you know the idiots go out there and run around and. Show their ass. Well, it, it's, you know? it's fun for a little bit until they really start tearing stuff down. down. And you're like, all right, man, maybe knock it off. Like, maybe let's, let's exactly. take this and down. I, and and I think I see, you know, I, even with Trump now, right now, you know, with sending in federal police into these cities, and he's like, I'm done with you guys, with you mayors. Yeah. You're not going to take care of your cities. And uh, now you got these <laughs> militia groups rising up. Uh, Demanding changes or whatever that they don't understand. They're just trying to they're just right. trying to tear the system and down that, too. And, and now the they have an excuse is. to to do it. Uh, it's like all right, time time to knock it off. <laughs> and the other thing is, it's like you know, it's like the, the like you know, AOC. She talks about you know like you know we need a better more education. She's like defund the police. And it's like what's your idea to how are you going to replace them? She yeah. they have no idea. They have no idea. Uh, it's, uh, it's like you you want to tear down a system and have no idea how to replace it or have any kind of plan in place well, to they're, they're make it good. better. They're, they're very good at being reactionary, and that's the only thing that they're really good at doing is reacting to things. And, well, why aren't... It's all the whole thing of, like, well, you're helping wrong. 
Like, you know, it's like, you're not doing this, you're not doing this good enough. There's never any ideas of their own that they would put forth. They don't have any of their own ideas. All they do is know how to pick out what they think is wrong with something and then go into that activist mentality. Right, or or victim mentality. Demanding that everyone else change it for them. For them, right. And her background is leaning towards socialism, and that's completely. What you know, which about. is sad too, because she grew up in a suburban area, and yeah, she's pretty well off. She's like, pretty well I, off, and she, see, she, you know, and, you know, and, I, you know, and from her background, it, and you know, and now it just seems like she's like you know, bow before me, peasants. You know, mm-hmm. I don't think it's going to work it's like, for you know, her. But you know, they always say about her, like, oh, look, she was a bartender. Now she's a congresswoman. I'm like, great. That's what America's yeah, about. Just like but, any other but, college student. Just like, like, but, has, you know, have some substance about yourself <laughs> and not just go and go, look, I got, I'm a congresswoman. And she likes to throw that in people's faces. You know, like, you know, she gave, you know, Kaylee, the press secretary, some shit about it because she didn't call her congresswoman. And I think she's still and, and Which was proven to be a lie because she's just like, you know, like, here it is. She's talking about congresswomen. You know, she says that congresswomen in the, in the, in the House have said these things. So, I don't know, just, just lies and on top of lies. <sighs> yeah, they all need to get their ass together and, and get themselves... I hate to say it, but I think it's when you're dealing with people with egos that are very big and very fragile, they're just going to continue to dig that hole deeper. Because every time you look back, you see how far down you are. It's like, well, I can never turn back and and go all the way up there. I'll just keep going down. (laughs) And that's my thing, too. I tell people, it's like, like, you want, it's like your ego gets in the way. Trust me, your ego will get in your way. That, your ego will fuck you every nobody's, time. Nobody's immune to that. You know, and nobody's immune to it, but true. you need to recognize that your ego will fuck you every right. time. Instead of trying mm-hmm. to take up a position that you just assume is morally or intellectually superior for no other reason it's, besides it's, it's my side, so not it's, your, it's your side. Yeah, I don't know. Well, we need to... Sorry, device. Everybody needs to vote, and they need to vote the right way. Yeah, we'll see how the whole voting thing you know, goes. And that's the thing, know. you know, and I tell it was like it's like sometimes I was like, do I, should I tell people to vote? <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. I would assume at this point, if they're going to, they're going to. If at this point you don't want to vote, <laughs> you don't have to tell them how. Them. All you got to do is tell them to vote. And yeah. make sure they research a little bit. Do your do doing. your homework. Do Be homework. an informed voter. Well, that's the big, that's the big thing that we're missing is that people get a small window of something that's going on a larger issue mm-hmm. especially the with social media you get these 10 second video clips uh and a, a bunch of people want to make their own assumptions and they build their own narrative right. so that when the full video comes out and that's not what was going on at all there's no there's no validity taken from that because all these people have created their own narrative that they're entertained by and it's just right. a cycle of that till the and next i mean video you, you're gonna out. have to look at it even from the left and the right you know the right will take sound bites too but they'll take a gaff from they somebody. Yeah. You know? But but really they're more about exposing the left's fucking you know. That is you true. know, exposing the left true. and saying, Look, you yeah. need to watch the whole video and see really what happened. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. That's what you should be doing anyway. And that's what you should be doing anyway. <laughs> We're here to uh, It's not that they don't do crap like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We know that, you know, especially, you know, I, I remember growing up in a time when like you would watch the news and you would get the news. That's what you would get. The news. You wouldn't get the slant. You wouldn't get the spin. You wouldn't get this perverted version of 
of whatever you of whatever they thought you needed to hear. It was guys sitting there going, "This is what's happening right now. I'm here on the front lines with these guys. The shits the shits hitting the fan. We're embedded. It's bad. You know. Now it's like, no, these people, they're bad. They're bad. Look at them. We're not even. They're so bad. We want. We don't even want to be around them." A report what they're going through. Well, that's a you know that's a, how many how many reporters in the mainstream media right now have gone in embedded themselves with the federal troops Not and these many. and these police officers. None. Yeah, I've seen one report outside of NBC or any. In, well, Fox any of them. has put a few in there. Yeah, Fox, yeah. but that's they it. They got beat up. <laughs> their reporter got beat up. Mm-hmm. It's part of the context issue. Is if you basically kind of dehumanize somebody and make it so like all these people and these are just bad people so don't listen to anything they say don't listen to anything that's going on so we'll never get that greater context because the only ones that are going to say anything about it are the the supposed bad people so you can't listen to the bad people yeah (laughs) it's true no more additional context unless you you look on your own and kind of get back to the whole you know when I said when I first heard defund the police I thought it was a joke you know, and I'm yeah. like, this is can't be this. This really can't even be like real. a restructuring. Like, if that's something like that, like, no, just yeah. get rid of them. Like, yeah, yeah just right. cancel them out. I, I, goodbye. I, we don't I need them no more. I think really 90% of the people would prefer to keep the police, maybe more. Yes, yeah. that's I, where I, I totally go back agree. to that silent majority. Is, is like, it? I think when it comes down mm-hmm. to it, and it's you got that big switch, and you're ready to go to the off position, and there's no more police. Like, you guys, you, you sure? We're like, we're about to. It scares people so bad to be stopped by a police officer. Some of them just actually just shake and get nervous, and all you're doing is talking to them about a taillight or something. Yeah, some people yeah. like that. It is a tense situation. You don't yeah. expect to get pulled over when but, you, you know, get pulled over, yeah. usually. But, you, you know, know. I, I work in the restaurant business, and the restaurant business can be very diverse. And, you know, yeah. and, and you know, and, and I have plenty of times like, it's like, you know, yeah, you know. I got pulled over last night. I'm like, what'd you get pulled over for? And he's like, I don't know, but I got pulled over last night. And, yeah. You know, yeah, that's true. They know, might have, they might have been weaving. They might have had a break. Something, out. you know. They, they may have gave the police. And I told him one time, you know, I, I had left. You know, when when I lived in Savannah, Georgia, you know, I was like, you know, I a going away party was happening for one of the the servers at the place that I worked, and you know. I, and I went over there and had a couple beers, and it got late, and so, you know, I'm heading towards home, and I hit the highway, fucking kicking it. Cop pulls me over. I pull over. He asked me, he says, have you been drinking tonight? And I said, yes, yeah, I have. He goes, I was like, I had a couple beers, it was from after work, you know, it was just going away party. He goes, okay. He goes, Is, would you mind stepping out of the car? I'm like, sure, sure, (laughs) sure. I get out, and I'm talking to him. We're talking. No, I did not run. I did not tase him. I did not run. I didn't want to lose my mind. But I'm standing there, and he's talking to me, and he goes, he goes, he goes, you know, you were coming, you were going pretty fast coming out of there. And I was like, I know. (laughs) I was like, yeah. I was like, I'm just trying to get home. It's late. You know, it's late. And he's like, okay. He goes, would you submit to, you know, a breathalyzer test? And I was like, Sure, sure. You know, I blow. Another cop shows up. I'm like, okay, now there's two. You know, then I start going, okay, this could might be, this could be serious. You know, and he blow, I'm blowing. He's looking at it, and he's like, 
He goes, okay, you're not over. He goes, but in good conscience, I shouldn't let you drive. Hmm. Yeah, that's <laughs> and I true. said, okay. I was like, well, how about this? How about if I just go shut that car off, lock it up, and I'll walk home? And he goes, well, in good conscience, I can't let you do that either. Yeah. I was like, okay. I was like, all right. He goes, there's nobody you can call. Yeah, I was like, no. Friend come pick you up. He's like, uh, he goes, you can't call your wife. And I was like, well, officer, it's one o'clock in the morning. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to call her because it's going to be like a whole production for her to come here. <laughs> it's like getting kids out of bed and I'm not going to do that. He goes, you sure? And I was like, I'm pretty sure. And standing there and the other cop leaves. You know, he goes and talks to the other cop and he leaves. And I'm sitting there. <laughs> so I'm still standing there on the road. I'm like, it just yep. keeps getting later. Awesome. So he walks up <laughs> and he goes, so I have some paperwork I need to do. Yeah. He goes, why don't you come back here and sit in the car with me and let me do this paperwork and then I'll let you go. So I go, I was like, you want me to sit in the front seat or the back seat? <laughs> yeah. in, in a, honest, honesty was your best policy there and you cooperated. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't try to like be a dick or, yeah. you know, that I knew goes, I was speeding. I knew, I knew how fast I was going. Would you, uh, yeah. would you be more lenient with but people? But if, 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 if I would have blown over, really I would have known that, okay, you got me. Well, you know, back, you know? back in the day, as I would call it, we used to take people home. Yeah. <laughs> we yeah. just load oh, you yeah. in the car. Back in those days, they're not driving. Yeah. Get yeah. back. Get in the car, we'll take you home. Yeah. 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 I sat there in the car with him, you know, and chatted with him while he was doing some paperwork. Before and, Uber. You know, he was driving a Crown Vic. And I was like, you like the Crown Vic? And he's like, ah, you know, it's like, uh, good on good on the long stretch, but nothing on the fucking on the front end where crappy, you need it. Crappy, I was like I was yeah. like I was like, Yeah, that's what my dad told me. He's like he likes the impalas better. <laughs> and he goes he looks at me, he goes, Your dad a police officer? And I was like, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that probably helped a little bit. Yeah. So I, we sat there and he goes, Okay, he goes, So I'm gonna drive away, you wait ten minutes and then go. <laughs> I was like, Well, it was like two minutes and <laughs> I was gone. Well, <laughs> he knew. He knew. So somewhere in Georgia, I'm indebted to one Georgia State trooper. (laughs) You can be thankful. Yes, you can be thankful. Send him some barbecue sauce or something. By rights, this day and age, he wasn't supposed to let you go. But I didn't blow over, though. No, but he's he's still, since he pulled you over, he knew he was drinking... He couldn't right. just turn you loose. Right. Yeah. Was well, and I wasn't being a dick, and, you know, or I wasn't trying to cause a problem. And, yeah, you say, yeah, not being a dick. You know? you. I mean, I was obviously I was having a conversation with him, and I wasn't slurring or... Well, how close to the legal limit was you? Um, I was... No, he didn't say. Well, see, that would depend on the number, how yeah. close you was, and yeah. how you reacted did, with him. Yeah. And since you were reacting right and being honest with him, I think he did you a big favor. Yeah, that's what I said. Point oh nine or something. I'm still <laughs> indebted to one Georgia State Trooper. <laughs> so, but was that white privilege? No. Could that have been white privilege? No, I don't. Think oh my so. gosh, he was a white cop. I was if, a white guy. If you had to, you know? yes, you know. So now that just... does that make me doubt? Like, oh. Because even when I told that story to my friends at work, you know, and I told them, like, oh, yeah, I got pulled over last night. And they're like, oh, man, you're not in jail? And I said to them, I was like, well, I wasn't the guy they were looking for. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. And and my friend Jabbar goes, I would have been in jail. (laughs) And I was like, you're probably right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Now, if you had to guess, 
how many how many you know give a percentage of how many racist cops you think are out there right now there's there's not what they say there is uh, <laughs> i would i'm i'm just going to throw a guess at you i i'd say 10%. That's, yeah. I was going to say about 10%. Over about a 10%. state. Over a whole state. And not, the, and not that 10% can't, you know, cause issues right. for people. It's not that it's something that shouldn't be addressed, you know, mm-hmm. and just accept that, but, but that, that that's going to happen. But that's no reason to tear down an entire system. Yeah. That don't mean they're all that totally racist. They could be yeah, that doesn't racist. mean every but, single but, one of them is, you but, know, out but, there lynching. But when you got... But, but, you know, you have to look at, at a cop's perspective of it as, you know, if 13% of the population is committing 50% of the crime, you may feel leery when you roll up on them. Well, it's a you know? <laughs> Especially in the middle of the night. You Especially in the middle of the night. <laughs> I, I never like to make a stop at night. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You couldn't see. He was at a disadvantage, you know. So. Yeah. So, to, to say that, you know, that cops are just, you know, racist and down for the, you know, to take out the minority is, is a lie. It's stupid, yeah. <laughs> it's stupid. It's a lie. <laughs> no, we never, we, I, personally, I never was that racist. I looked for, let's say, black people or Indian people or whatever mm-hmm. to harass or cause trouble with. We just did our job. Right. Whatever, you went to the call. Whatever the situation. <laughs> Somebody called yeah. you. You went. Yeah, that's it. Uh, you went. I cruising out like, hey, we gonna roll into the South Side tonight and harass some some brothers. No, no you we, didn't. We that's never, a, no, yeah, you like didn't. you know we're getting phone calls. Y'all, right you were now, thinking, right? like, you other places. You're probably to just sitting around thinking. <laughs> When's this shift over? When's the shift over? Yes, sir. That's that's true. Kind of hated to work some nights. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it depend on the area too that you're in. But you have to go out every night with a positive attitude that you're gonna you're gonna come home safe. Yeah. And, and if you go out there with the wrong attitude, you, you may not come home safe. Yeah, you that's know, true. You have to watch your yeah. let's say your tone or your action. I know. I, I grew up treat in that people house. Fair. We always treated people fair. What I was taught: treat them fair. Talk to them nice, and you can talk most situations down. Yeah. And I talked my way out of more situations than I did. Yeah. Well, I like Normally you have to arrest somebody. <laughs> right? And we, you know? and we never arrested them. <laughs> yeah, I like to think that most people are, you know, you know, even if they get in situations like that, are just having a rough time. Yeah, that's... You know, I, I remember growing up, you know... And, you know, the police scanner being in the house, I knew all the codes. Oh, yeah. I knew what your number was. You know, and I, if, when you go out on the road, I could hear it and, you know. You know like, okay, I know, I know what's <laughs> up, you know. <laughs> but, of course, you know. And then just having those guys around all the time, they're just, we're normal people, <laughs> you know. Well, up until about the end of the 80s, early 90s, we only had two or three cars worked at 210 square miles. Yeah, I remember that. There was like four cars out of of the county. You was busy from the time you got to work until the time you went home. There's probably a few cornfields in there, though, right? Yeah, (laughs) plenty of cornfields in there. (laughs) There was no shortage. (laughs) But still, I mean, it's still a wide area. And then then you have, like, pockets of, like, you know, you know, Basically, you know, lower income white families mm-hmm. who 
or living in trailer parks and creating crime of their own inside their own area. Oh yeah, you know. Yeah, and you and had trouble with the, them, the, 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 the same the, as you did the black, the black people going into the south side of town. But the you know the Springfield PD took care of that, so hmm. you didn't really ever have to mess with that. Oh, mm. okay. You know the main thing was the black people didn't always carry guns, but the rednecks and so forth. Yeah, yeah you, you can guarantee one of them. Guns. You can guarantee one of them guys <laughs> got a gun, gun somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Somewhere, yeah. somebody's got a fucking gun. <laughs> it's like what y'all doing in there? Nothing. <laughs> what are you hiding between the seats in there? We got. Nothing. I'm just trying to get home. <laughs> yeah. Trust so, me, I grew up there. I, I've so been plenty of that trash. They throw a beer you know? can out in front of you going down the road, and they say, I didn't throw that yeah. can out. What are you yeah. talking about? You gonna get out of here. You ever get the, the drugs in somebody's pants? Like, that's not mine. Yeah. <laughs> our, high, our high school kids would uh, never own up to their beer and their drugs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no could, high school just, owns up to it. And them days, yeah, right. we could just blow it in the air. We'd just throw it out in the air and let it float and dump the beer outside the car. <laughs> and these kids would just cry out, get your tears. No. Now you can't do that. Yeah. You catch them with it, you got to call mom and dad. <laughs> do a whole bunch of shit. A whole mm. lot. <laughs> yeah, so... But, um, they were better days, I, I have to say. I feel like, yeah, I, last year was a better day. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. I'm just being honest. Yeah. Uh, June, J- January 2nd was a good day. <laughs> yeah, <it was. laughs> you know? So I, I'm always just amazed about how things, like I said it earlier, just escalating into this this huge political party movement. With the coronavirus and you know protesters, oh, yeah. protesters don't get the coronavirus. Apparently, you know, I, uh, I base the, the uh, severity of the coronavirus in our city on is how much traffic is on the roads. Yeah, yeah, so nobody cares. So if I go out anymore. there and there's no traffic, like oh, people are taking it serious it's right like, now. You know, and it's like, it's picking up. Or, you know, there's a lot of Florida plates. A lot of Florida plates. A lot of, a lot of people driving, driving around. around. A lot of you know, New York plates. Tourism. And yeah. you know, I tell people it's like it's like if the store the store I want to go into requests me to wear a mask, I wear it. You know, right? Yeah. For one, I need to get beer. Well, yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> except the, except the Circle B. I'm sorry. The, the one. Uh, I don't wear a mask in the Circle B. <laughs> That's your. That's, 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 that's the that's the whole that's that's the neighborhood it's part of your so, quarantine zone. So yeah. it's my part of my quarantine zone. So, but I'm still just days, like you can only go there. Yeah, so, I've been out it since the beginning, and I haven't gotten sick. No, luckily, yeah, you I haven't know? gotten sick either. And yeah. you know, you know, my neighbor across the street, he his father-in-law actually got it in the beginning, and he had it pretty bad, you know, and that's how you know he was going to go away. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, but I think uh, I think early on that they just didn't know what was going on, and they would put people on ventilators, yeah, and would kill them. It would kill them. Fluid in your lungs, and too, then you can't like, get it out, not, and yeah, you're in a closed system, in. and then that thing's actually breathing for you, right? You know, yeah. So, you know, and but we had so little data in the beginning because the China flu. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of a, the China the virus. Were like the a China virus. Anyway. The China virus came in. <laughs> That's right. We said the China virus. Well, but my, um, my wife and I are the age to catch it. Though. 
okay? Right. Yeah. But we, and we have been out pretty much through the whole virus. I my wife's over here and she can attest to that. But we've been out pretty much through the whole thing. We've traveled, we've worked, uh, worked a part-time job for a flooring company and we, we was out. We was working, we was with people, but we was careful. We wore a mask or whatever we needed to do. And we've got through it so far and I'm hoping and planning on getting on to it yeah. by being careful. I went on vacation, I got on a plane. I got on a plane. But they tell us that we can't go watch a sporting event or a concert. But you can be trapped on recycled air. <laughs> With recycled air. <laughs> I'm get, still alive. I just don't get you the know? ones about the beaches. It's the like, beaches is the most ridiculous thing. Like, don't stay thing. separate outside. All right. All right. I'm in the stay ocean. I'm in the same house. I'm in the ocean. Yeah, go, I'm on a beach. Go cough on your you loved ones. You know how easy it is to stay away from people get on a beach? <laughs> Sorry, I went to the mountains. You know what? There was a lot of people on that mountain. Yeah, I, imagine, lot, I wasn't real close to it. I imagine them. there's a graph of like, this is where the coronavirus sits and you get your altitude levels. So if yeah. you get above that, yeah. you get above the virus. That's you, the solution. That's, that's we the all solution. have to live above We the need virus. to live above, above 10,000 feet. Only cough down from now on. <laughs> I think the mountains would be pretty full of people. Yeah, They would be. Weed them out pretty quick. First winter would come through, knock out half. Yeah, of them. knock out half of them. They wouldn't wear enough clothes. Nobody, they'd nobody wants to be cold. Yeah. <laughs> no more parking spaces. Yeah, but um, I just, you know, I just think that, you know, that. It's yeah. It's one of those It's funny, but it's not funny. I mean, it's, it's funny, but it's not funny, and and you know, and I really think, you know, as Americans. I think there's a lot of Americans out here who feel like I do and don't want to see that the country go to fucking hell. No. You know, I've seen it. You know, no, I said it earlier. It's work, like too many people work too hard to get where they're at. Yeah. To just yeah. be like, oh, all right, oh, it's racist. All right, right. yeah, pack it up. It's like let's yeah. get to the point where you know, let's talk about you know, let's say, let's say, lo and behold, the socialist communist party takes over and you know, and everything that you work for is now a division of wealth. It's still, you know, either way, you have still two cars. Out. You have two cars. You have too many. We're going to give it to this family because they need it. Oh, look at this nice house. You can fit two more families in here. Here, here, here's three meth addicts. Enjoy. You know, <laughs> enjoy. Yeah. That's Good. what's going to happen. And yeah, people don't understand that. You know, it's just like, you know, now you own nothing and it becomes part of the state. You know? Well, isn't that the whole thing? Everything's kind of state-owned property. Like your farm isn't your farm. Your farm isn't your farm. Well, yeah, exactly. That's, like, that's why they talk about Venezuela. Democratic socialism. It's like a pseudo. It's, it's a bullshit. It's a pseudo socialist movement. That's that's got all yeah. the all the same structure to it. They just kind of you know how Chevy rebrands their cars or sometimes, yeah, or make the same car. Yeah. A different title. title. Give stuff a different. You want to you know, hear a good one? Yeah. Die Hard bought out Advance and CarQuest as batteries. Okay. Now, guess what? Huh. You buy Die Hard battery now, if you pull the extra label they taped on it off of it, it says <laughs> CarQuest or Advance Auto underneath it. Nice. That's how the system is run. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's just, I look at it as just the, the insanity that, you know, people think that it's right and and they just keep going on about, you know, just retarded shit that makes no sense to me. I just, I don't know, I just step back and scratch my head these days sometimes, you know. I'm just like, I can't believe that you would fall for 
this communist movement. You don't see it, you know? Well, I think it's, that's it's, most it's, of it. It's, it's so one, apparent. There's <laughs> one side of it that gets viewed and the other side that gets obscured. And, I mean, it's it's not completely. There's you know, Republicans do shit that's, that they shouldn't, you know, that they could do better. They could, they could do better. The Democrats would just like, going to never You'll never hear about something good that one side did, you know. Yeah, but that comes back to your education system and what they're yeah, educating our people to today. Exactly. And we talked about it earlier before this no. podcast, but it's how they're educating the kids and right. in schools and right. college. A lot of those four years cars and that problem. Yeah, it's right. a waste of money now. They're charging so much right. money for basically a piece of paper that's not going to get you a job. Get, get, get you a job or do all anything. All you're going to do is uh, be totally down on society mm-hmm. by the end of it because they're just going to tell you that. These people, what? these only these people can make the money, and you know, yeah, you're oppressed, you're a victim. There's nothing you can do about it. Yeah, so, so many so overeducated get, get people in the world, and, the and street, have no common sense. <laughs> yeah, overeducated, any, no common sense. Have any problem solving skills? Yeah, or, or just social skills, really, just yeah, to be yeah. able to function in well, life. You know, social, really, they have social media. Skills. They have social media skills, but That's you know, you know, and the one thing that I learned was. Is tolerance, you know, just because I don't believe what you believe well, you're doesn't mean that I don't like you. You have to celebrate. If you, you know? don't celebrate True. True. what everyone else is doing, True. then it's because you're a bigot or a racist, racist or whatever. right? You know, but you know, and I still look at it that way. You know, I just think to myself, I'm like, look, I, I, it's okay for me for you to have a different opinion than me. I don't care. Yeah, it's okay. People aren't supposed to, you know, and and I hope that ideas. you're trying to change my mind about my opinion because. I'm not going to get any better without it. That involves being you know? able to articulate your idea. <laughs> you know? But I'm going to tell you my point of view, and you should listen to it, too. Yeah. It should be an Whether exchange. you believe it or not. Yeah. You know? True. Mm-hmm. Yep. Jack Palance. Because you have to risk mm-hmm. offending somebody to have an important conversation. Right. And now it's you can't have an important conversation with somebody to, without being fucking labeled as a racist or a bigot. And, no. You know, or just like, oh, you, you just don't understand. It's a lot of isolated <laughs> communication. One side has theirs and their communication, and the other side has their communication. So, no, there's no exchange of ideas right. anymore. And it's just. Right. Which is completely part of the, the, the Marxist then, you know, idea. Yeah. And he, you know? The side of, you know, people on, on the far left that are really just sowing this division at this point. Like, I think they just, they just want everything to kind of break down. That's about where we're at. Yeah. And this Antiva and these other people Antiva who and Black right Lives now Matter are set racism so far back. Yeah. They, they, they we're promoted back in it. the 70s and 80s now. They promoted it. Yeah, they promote it. They all, promote racism. All to have this authoritarian view. Right. Like it's, and trust me, it's and I, I told people, uh, I said, look, I was like, when the communist cake's over, nobody's life is going to matter. <laughs> not yours, not yours, not yours, not yours, not yours. Yeah, if you ain't part of the system, you're going to be sent to re-education camps, which is basically prison. Well, basically, what they're, they're saying, you know, or they're going to kill you, or they're going to shoot you dead. Basically, what they're saying is, <laughs> no, no, no. It's like they just didn't do, do socialism right. right. They we'll do, do it right. We're gonna, we're gonna make As it. If that's correct. never been said, or not we're gonna before. create this utopia. Yeah, you know, and and. And it's like, it's a good point is, you know, a football quote. I'm not a football guy, but Vince Lombardi always said it the best. He goes, in the, in the pursuit of perfection, we achieve greatness. All right? So, in the pursuit of utopia, we should achieve greatness. 
<laughs> you know? Because we're never going to attain it. You're never going to attain paradise. Yeah, it's the pursuit part. You know? mm-hmm. It's the pursuit part that creates... Yeah. Because if you think you can just step into you know? a, a fixed society, like a, a utopian one, um, you're either crazy or an you're idiot or you're in idiot. on it. You know? <laughs> it's like it's the unattainable quest, but you want to get there. So you do everything in your uh, power to do, like, even in a job, it's a, you know? It's an easy sell for people who feel like they have no purpose in life. Right. And if you want to set the passion out of people, put a totalitarian communist government inside of it. Nobody's going to do anything. Yeah. You're not going to do nothing. Plenty of countries. Why? Look at Venezuela. Look what happened to that country. Yeah. It's it's a complete wreck. In 10 years, it completely dissolved itself. Yeah, they kind of ran out of oil money. Well, no, they still got tons of oil. But they weren't doing any... They overinflated. They appropriated everything oh, in the States. Right, yeah. And they overinflated the economy. And they had nothing. People leave there in droves every day. Yeah, the U.S. quit giving them money. Yeah. Because the guy was... A, and then you got all these these mainstream like. actors out there going, Oh, he's so good. Look at this utopia. He's... He has, he, well, that's they propaganda. Can't, like, you can't... The kids can't get medicine. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's just propaganda. It's just propaganda. Well, you know, people used to have dreams and goals, and they could dream about having a nice home, a nice car... And anymore, it's so much given to them, they don't even care. Right. They well, think it's, it's an entitlement. to you hasn't really been proven to make you happy. That's right. You know? <laughs> That's right. Trust me. You know, Just I, you I get stuff I, doesn't mean you're going to be happy. I like to feel like I've made a pretty good life for myself and my family. Have I been happy every day? No. No. <laughs> no there <laughs> you are know? people out there that have tons of money and they're fucking miserable. They're miserable. They're the worst people in the world. I know. I'm around them. <laughs> the celebrities they get all these drug problems and everything they always get into trouble and it's like you've got basically yeah, just, your, your set up money definitely does not buy happiness no because you have no purpose if you have no purpose you're right. just going to end up going out and causing fucking trouble I mean, it makes sad. life a lot better to have something but, yeah. yeah not really rich you know yeah, yeah. But, you basically know, have what you need maybe a little extra and there yeah. you go unless true, you're true willing to is, help people is, and if you right. try to force that economically, you're going to make everyone miserable. No one's yeah. going to have I got anything. A, I got you can't a good just story for that. you guys. Hmm. When we moved into our new condominium, we moved from one to another. And All I right. didn't have much help, but the neighbors helped me. So I have a, a handicapped chair I've been going up and down the steps on. <clears throat> like They wouldn't let me move the one from the old place. Yeah. Well... Our neighbor lady at the old place got on the internet and asked for somebody to, if they had a used chair to sell because he knew an old couple that would, the couple would like to have one. All right. She got this answer back from this lady that said, tell me how much it costs, I will buy them one. <laughs> she said that she had been blessed, her and her husband blessed in life with more money than they needed, and they would buy this chair. It cost them $4,260. See? See, there it you was go. A gift to me and my wife. That's yeah. awesome. So, there's good so people there, still in the world. There's, there's, yeah. there's tons of good people yeah. out there. Yep. You know, and and that and I, I tell people, I'm like, look, don't believe the media. There's good people, yeah, and I recognize good yourself. people. You know, and and a quick story from myself, like in the past two weeks, you know, I had a guy who'd worked for me at another place that I'd worked, and a great guy, get jobs done. You know, in January, he sends me a message and says, Hey, 
you know, I'm looking for a job. You got any work? I'm like, definitely, man. I always like to have good people around me. Come and talk to me. So I hire him. And as time has progressed, I've I, I, I become very vocal on Facebook. I followed him on Facebook after I'd left the other place that I worked. And, and I, I could tell his opinions, you know, and, but I never made any, I, I never talked, I never talked politics at work because that's not the place. It's yeah. just about work. It's time to go to work. Let's get the job done. Let's go home, you know, Good policy. and about a, well, last week he just stopped coming Saturday. No Antonio. Hey, man, you coming to work today? No response. Called him a couple times. No answer, no answer. And and I think to myself, I'm like, and people, and I had people ask me, I was like, what's going on? What happened with him? And I was like, I guess he had to make a moral decision. <laughs> you know? Whether, you know, I was like, for one, you know, the Brentwood Country Club is built, is, is a plant, is an old plantation house. You know? Yeah. You know? And I was like, maybe he just didn't want to, you know, work at the place that oppressed his his ancestors. I don't know. You know? Does that sound oh, shitty? Yeah. But, you know, I, I like the guy. He did a good job. But I just felt like, you know, like you're going like, like to quit. This is what's going to motivate you to quit? You know? It's like, really? I was the guy who kind of, like, gave you the leg up to, you know? I'm not mad at you, you know. I called him a couple times, and he, then he, then he let me, then he cut me off Facebook. Yeah. You know, and I sent the last message I sent him. I was like, "Look, man, I was like, I don't have any hard feelings about you. I hope you find everything you want in life. You know, no hard feelings. You know. Yeah. <laughs> you know, if yeah. we all got no, a decision to make. You know, we have to make that decision. But you know, like I said, on his Facebook pages, he was very vocal about the way he felt about it. But I also, you know, what really actually worried me in the beginning was, is that I knew that he was having problems with one of his ex-wives and the kid. And he'd been like kind of very vocal about it on Facebook. I'm like, oh my God, did he go down there and get drunk and get pissed off and go get in a fucking fight with his ex-wife about the kid? You know, did that happen? Did that happen? <laughs> oh, shit. He may be in jail. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. But then uh, as I progressed, I'm like, okay, he's really quit. You know, to, uh, to uh, like another guy that I knew who followed me. I was like, pull up pull up Antonio's page. Tell me what's on it. And he's like, he found a new oh, job. No. He found another job. I was like, why didn't you just tell me? You know? <laughs> you want to pay more money. Nah, yeah. nah. Uh, I don't think it had anything to do with that. Well, I just found another job. It's fine, you know, and I want him to do well, you know, and and it's and you know I, to the point where like you know my front of the house manager, I was talking with her, and I looked, and I was like, and I told her that story, and I was like, I was like, do you think I'm a racist? She's like, no. <laughs> you know? She's like, you know, I'm not. Obviously, I'm not a racist. <laughs> and I was like, yes, you, you're correct. <laughs> you know? I was like, I'm just making sure. She's like, no, you're fine. I was like, okay. I was like, this whole situation is kind of making me doubt myself right now, you know. Which, in in current climate, yeah, as as a good person, will put doubt in your brain. Oh, well, of course it will. Yeah, you, know? you have to have kind of a self check. You know, thing too. Once, <laughs> yeah, it's like did I? It's like I said, I never discussed 
politics at work or with him. And I always had, you know, good conversations with him. Never like, you know. Uh, but then, like, I, then like the last post I saw from him, like, you know, it, it, all it said was, I agree with Nick Cannon. Yeah. And then yeah, at the bottom, it said, hashtag, kill your master. <laughs> I was like, okay, all right. that's over. Well, when you figure yeah. out who that is. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, whoever that guy is. But then I thought to myself, but then when I read that, I thought to myself, I was like, oh, you're playing right into their hand by hashtagging that. So you're saying that you have a master. Yeah. So you're not a free man. So you're not a free man. They don't want to to, uh, restructure the system. They just want to put their own in place. So it's, it's not that. So you're the bad yeah. guys. They're the good guys. It's not that anything needs to change. It just right. needs to switch rules. Right. But I just thought to myself when I read that, I was like, so, so you, you're, you played in their hand by saying kill your master because you're saying that you have a master. I don't have a master. Do you have a master? No. Do you have a master? Not that I'm aware of. Not that I'm aware of. And do I ever look at anybody that I ever time. worked with or saw or met in my life I've never think that they have a master? <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't think we do the uh, indentured servitude thing anymore. Uh, I'm pretty sure we get yeah. rid of that, too. Yeah, we all figured it out that it sucked, you know. And we can talk about slavery. We didn't invent, America did not invent slavery. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, we you got know? rid of it. We got rid of it. No, no but the Indians, we did, we did, the uh, Indians did. They enslaved uh, the white people when they came over on the Mayflower and them ships. They... Indians actually enslaved the white people. Why don't you ask? Uh, uh, we have to look into that. Why don't you ask this, uh, or something? Yeah, I don't know. I, well, I'm I'm going with the 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 current narrative that we all got together and ate fucking food. <laughs> I think you'll find that to be a fact. Yeah. Well, we don't know. I mean, I'm sure. Of course, you know. Well, they were the indigenous people of the of this country, and here we show up on their shores and yeah. like, hey, we're gonna make you better. You don't believe in Jesus. Yeah, you know? it's, you know, it's no fucking internet, no TV, nothing else going yeah. on. You die of rickets by the time you're 35. Yeah, yeah. And half of you made it across yeah. the ocean. Yeah, <laughs> you, you move across the lands like, look, motherfuckers, yeah. we're not going back. And, you know, those people <laughs> left fucking England because of religious oppression. But they were, I would say the Puritans were a little high and mighty on themselves. Oh, yeah. You know, they were yeah. almost cultish, you know? Yeah. Well, you know, about, <laughs> if you think about it. Still some places in the Northeast you know? are a little off. I'm not saying, you know, uh, you know, and and what basically, you know, happened to the, the Native Americans in this country is that they just kept picking the wrong side. <laughs> that, <laughs> you know, think true. about yeah, it. You know, true. French and Indian War, they, they, they went with the French. Yeah. The yeah, Revolutionary they, War, they went with the British. Yeah. The Civil War, they went with the Southern states. <laughs> yeah, it's not a... It's not like... I, I know it sounds terrible. It sounds terrible, but... You know, for all the casinos they got, they're really bad at gambling. They're really bad at gambling. <laughs> but then, you know... So, what are you going to do? You know, and it, it's a scourge. You know, we have taken the indigenous people and took it over, and which is... The truth. Yeah, same with, yeah. Uh, you know, you get uh, that Mongol, Mongoloid guy there. Yeah, uh, uh, Genghis, Genghis Khan. Khan he ran out. across and just had yeah. sex with every woman on every continent through uh, Europe. How many, uh, 
He wasn't even about conquest. He just wanted the women. <laughs> he didn't even care. That was his drug. Chairman Mao there. Line him up in front of me. Yeah, there's been a lot of uh, horrible, horrible dictators Titters out there. Yeah, everybody thinks that Norway and Sweden is like, you know, those used to be fucking Vikings, right? Yeah. yeah remember when they were <laughs> out raping and pillaging? Shit. Remember when they were yeah, raping they and pillaging? Making, yeah, they were just going <laughs> over by women. <laughs> yeah, they weren't just over there making fucking roll cakes. And yeah. It's like, there's a place in France still called Normandy. <laughs> so, I mean, everybody, and the British, you know, as high as money as they want to get, is like, you guys were the assholes for a really, really long, long time. time. I would not talk too much. Yeah, I would <laughs> shut up. You know the Chinese are still pissed yeah. off, and they're they're out there's to get Western a, civilization because there's a of lot you. of villages out there <laughs> that, that regretted seeing your pasty faces coming through the trees. Yep, so true. All right, but well, I don't hold it against them. You know? I don't hold it against them. Well, I think I think we had a pretty good podcast here. I think maybe we should just wrap this up because I think yeah. we've gone at least an yeah, hour, well, maybe or so. Yeah, we can do another minute or two, two. kind of you know light and wrap it up, wrap it up for the evening. But um. But yeah. fun. I think it might be interesting. <laughs> Who knows who's going to listen to it? Yeah, we'll maybe find no out. one. We'll see. <laughs> maybe just us. Maybe maybe, <laughs> maybe once maybe once we get some some audio stuff squared away and yeah. get a little more of a setup. And yeah, have it's still very it. still we're still a garage band. Okay. I think, <laughs> talk, I think we talked about things and issues and a variety of them that people would be willing to maybe listen to this. Myself, that's my opinion. Yeah. yeah. I think by the end of it, we're just going to piss off everybody, Buddy. and then I don't know who cares. Or everybody yeah, and in between. Yeah, it's just no in between. So oh, I guess here's another group to piss off. I was driving home today, and I looked, <laughs> and there's a baseball cap on the side of the road, and it had Jeep written on it. I was like, "Fuck!" Even their merchandise breaks down. <laughs> 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 That's a good way to leave that. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna we're gonna roll out of here for the end of this podcast. Actually, a podcast that makes sense. The first the first one was just me talking. The second one was just some raw second audio. One, one some was, raw some audio. Whispering. I don't know what the yeah. hell. Is. Yeah, um, with be careful with the whispering. You may be offended by that on the second podcast. <laughs> anyway, we'll have so, to have him back on. So <laughs> we'll, we we will definitely have Bill back on because it'll. Yeah. We'll get him a mic. We'll get we'll him a mic because he <laughs> let him just kind of rant for a minute and, you know, tell him to clean it up a little. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, that's it. So that's for Here It Is. Here it is. Have a good evening. Good night. Good night. <laughs> All right. Now we're going to be 54 minutes.